I used to think in my head, I have to post all the time and do, and then that wasn't authentic. Why? Because I don't want to post all the time. I don't want to create all the time. I allow myself space to create when I feel like it. And if I don't, I take away the guilt, the shame. Nobody knows. We judge ourselves so much more than other people are judging us on social media. Hey, babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited because I have a fellow Michigander here with me today, even though she has moved out west, but I love when I have other Michiganders on the show. So Katie, welcome to the show. I'd love you to tell my audience who you are and what you do. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I still feel like a Midwest girl at heart, even though I'm in Colorado, like living my best life. I will always be Midwest. But for those of you listening, my name is Katie Saltzman. I am a personal trainer and nutrition coach and a podcaster, um, originally from Michigan, now in Colorado and have an online business. Amazing. Amazing. So I have been following you for a long time and I have just loved like watching your business soar, watching you kind of just go from like this online coach to really just like this, like boss who just kind of owns it. So I think it's really important too for my audience to just kind of see like talking about like authenticity and just so many different things. So we're going to just kind of like wrap out, but one of the things that I really want to talk about is like, you did just pick up your life and move from Michigan to Colorado. So like, what took you there? Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a really good question. So I, I mean, like I said, I love Michigan, but I just got to a point where it wasn't serving me and my life anymore and my business anymore. It just didn't feel super aligned that I knew I had to make big changes. I also had a lot of changes happen in my life. I went through a divorce and I felt like Michigan was just comfortable for me. And which it is right. It's comfort. It's home. It's all the things, but I was sort of at this point where I was tired of being comfortable and I needed to switch it up. And I decided to go to the opposite end of extremes and go to Colorado. I drove across the country to a city where I knew nobody and was like, I'm going to build this. That's amazing. So I love that you said like tired of being comfortable, because I think that that I always say like the way that we do one thing is the way that we do everything. So I'm sure even like tired of being comfortable in your real life has been Mm -hmm. so much true of like tired of being comfortable in like your business life. So like, how is that even like mirrored in like your business life? Like as you get tired of being comfortable, like how do you push new edges even in your business life? Oh, they go hand in hand. I, I always say, even on my podcast now, I talk about how for years of my life, I tried to live it in this box. I tried to do what everybody else did say what everybody else did. And that was in my personal life, but then it also, it overflows into every aspect. So it overflowed into my business. I was showing up on social media like everybody else. 
Why? Because that was comfortable. I could tell it worked for other people and I wanted it to work for me. And I just got to a point where I'm like, I'm not even myself. I'm just redoing content from other creators, but I'm not even really making it my own. And now you see me showing up on social media, dancing, goofy, doing all the things because I really had to like break out of my comfort zone. I had to find who I am again in my mid thirties, which is a really crazy thing, but an amazing thing. Yeah. I love that you actually talk about this. And actually you and I were just talking about this before we actually hit record about, I had Angie Lee on the show and her and I were talking about creating content. We were talking about like, stay in your zone of genius. Like one of the things that I love about you and your reels is like you dance and like you're fun and you like have these great bike shorts on, you have these great legs. So like I'd be dancing too, if I was you, but like, I can't emulate that. Like if I try to put on the same music and do the same dancing, like I would look like a total idiot. But like, that's what makes you, you. And I think so often people are trying to just mirror what everybody else is doing, but then they're not actually even staying true to like who they are. Right. And I think that is why, like, you've grown so much in this space is like, that is like the magnet that people see to you. Like when I watch one of your reels, I want to watch another one. And then I want to watch another one. And then I'm like, I want to be her best friend. And I want to work with her and I want to have her on my podcast. And I'm like, I want to meet her when she comes to Michigan, right? Like that's the magic of showing up authentically. It is. It's a magnet. We think we want to show up just like everybody else or what, what is popular on Instagram, but what is popular is authenticity is truly stepping into who you are. And when you can do that. And also let me just say authenticity and human connection, showing that you're human, showing that life isn't perfect. Again, when I, Katie, three, five years ago in her business, I tried to show up perfect. When I started talking about how my life was unraveling and I was going through a divorce and I needed to start taking care of my health mentally and emotionally and not just physically, that's when my business took off. And I thought I used to be scared to show that because I was like, well, if I show my weaknesses, then people aren't going to respect me. But they actually respected me more when I was like, hey, come with me. Let me show you, like take you on this journey with me. Yeah, it's it's so true. And I, I love that you said that two things about that. One is that more people slide into my DMs and they say like, hey, I want to hire you because I love your energy. I love your like no bullshit approach, right? Very few people actually slide into my DMs and they're like, hey, I love that graphic that you made on like the one, two, three tips on sales and I want to hire you. It's like they can find that shit anywhere, but they're hiring yeah. me because they're like drawn to like me or my energy. And on the flip side, a lot of people don't like me. And that's amazing because like, I'm not for those people, right? So like, that's also why authenticity is so important. And then the other thing that you said is like, when we show people our real life and who we are in like the darkness and the hard things, like I had a brain injury last year and I went through nine months, it was terrible. And the more that I actually showed people like, you guys, this is awful. I'm laying in bed. I have a headache every day. I have to cancel client calls the world actually gave me more and it was so powerful. And for so long, I actually thought that like, I was actually going to like repel people. Like they weren't going to want to hire me. They were going to think that I was weak. They were going to think that like, well, she can't hold space for me because like her life's falling apart. And it was actually just the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it made me going through these hard times and, and also sharing them on social media made me a stronger coach. It made me help like, helped me understand how to coach people through these things more. And then also it created so much connection. Like everything is connection in this industry. We think that people buy coaching packages, but they don't. They're attracted to your energy as a coach, who you are as a person, and that's what they resonate with. And so if we're not showing up as who we are as a person, 
we're really just not, we're not going to really attract the clients that we want either. Yeah. And it's so true because I mean, you are in like the biggest industry, right? Like health and wellness. So it's like, how do you stand out amongst the noise? Like, how did you find your, your sweet spot? Yes. I've, I've went back and forth with this so much because in this industry, I feel like there's so many different types of coaches too. You have like the ones that are like no days off, like, you know, really, really hardcore 75 hard, all those crazy things. Yeah. Then you have the intuitive eating and it's sort of like, where do I find myself in between? Cause I really land with both. Like I love the masculine energy, the go getter, but then I've also liked the feminine a little bit. And for me, I had to really sit down when I moved to Colorado. Look, I had a lot of time on my hands. I didn't really know anybody. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to rebuild my life. I'm going to become who I am, like really step into who I want to be. Again, it was this really big journey of self-discovery. And in my head, I was like, what do I want for the health industry? Like take all the noise away, take everybody else away. What does Katie want for the health industry? And for me, it was to change the conversation around health for women to help women understand that it's mental, that it's physical and emotional. And if we're only addressing the physical, that's not going to cut it. Like we're not really going to heal what we want and be able to be truly happy. So it was that moment where I like actually had space and time and intention to like cut out everything. If you're struggling with finding yourself in an industry, my number one thing is like get off social media for a week or two and dive deep into what lights you up, what feels good for you. What do you like, what, it, what do you want to leave on the world? What's the impact you want to leave on the world? And when you get that, all of a sudden you just take off. Yeah, it, it's so true. It's like, sometimes I feel like the best thing you can do is like get off. You know, yes. I, I say this all the time on my podcast. Like I follow very few business coaches. I definitely don't follow any sales coaches because I don't ever want to be comparing myself to like what they're doing. Because then as soon as I think like, oh, well, this person's doing micro offers or this person's showing up this way or this person's graphics look a different way or Katie's dancing like this or this person's doing retreats then like I'm so confused about what I want to do but I know just like you said the conversations that I want to be having and the men and women that I stand for and like what I want to do and when you are so grounded in that then content becomes easier because I'm sure because you know exactly who you stand for in your messaging Content's easy. You can make the reels. You can do all of those types of things. For sure. I mean, it's still a creativity. I think will always ebb and flow, but yeah, 100% when you can step away from what everyone else was doing, because you see all these things on social media and you're like, Oh, it's working for them. Is that exciting me because I see it working for them or because it actually lights me up because there, there are so many different avenues and aspects and ways to sell and packages and whatever industry you're in. But it's like, what actually feels good to you? What impact do you want to leave on the world? And then what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think even just like what you just said, like, does it light you up? Right. So like, if you guys aren't following Katie, you definitely should be, but like you do amazing reels, right? Like that to me sounds draining. It sounds like something that would not light me up. I'm not creative. Like that sounds awful, but like, I'm assuming that lights you up. That's fun for you. So you have to find the things that light you up where like, I love making like my stuff on just like my notes app where I can be like very potent and very to the point, right? Like, so you have to dive into like what feels really good for you. Although I will say, I've seen you dance a couple of times lately and I've been really (laughs) proud of you. I was like, I'm channeling my inner Katie. I'm channeling my inner Katie. I don't know. It's so good. I love it. I absolutely love it. But honestly, even with content, it's understanding that yes, I have fun in my reels. I'm at a point right now where I haven't posted a reel in probably eight or nine days and nobody would know. 
I used to think in my head, I have to post all the time and do, and then that wasn't authentic. Why? Cause I don't want to post all the time. I don't want to create all the time. I allow myself space to create when I feel like it. And if I don't, I take away the guilt, the shame. Nobody knows. We judge ourselves so much more than other people are judging us on social media. Yeah, it's, it's so true. I think another thing that you said of that too, it's like, no one also knows if you like repurpose, like you guys, yeah. I repurpose shit all the time and you guys re-like it and you reshare it. I'm like, you guys know I just repurposed. I just redid that like two <laughs> weeks ago. Like my daughter's doing my graphics right now. And I literally was like, go back like three weeks and just like remake all of these. And she's yes. like, okay. And it's like, you don't have to always reinvent the wheel. I know. No, nobody knows. We're just so hard on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Like it's because at the same time, you're, you're really like sending out the same message to people, to followers. There's a couple of points you want to make and you're doing it in different directions, but you can't always be coming up with, it's exhausting to come up with new stuff. It's absolutely exhausting. I know recently you were just at Keisha's event. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about that. How incredible was that? That was amazing. It was on my October was unreal. I had a keynote speaking gig in Austin, Texas. Then the next weekend I backed it up with empower her in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's, there's something about being in a room with people that emulate the same energy you want mm-hmm. or have the same energy as you and are just ready to grow and break through all these limiting beliefs. The power in that room with 500 women was unreal. Yeah. I always talk about like being in the rooms with those people. So I'm assuming, I don't know, you didn't just like one day wake up and Keisha was like, Hey, do you want to come to my events? Like, I'm assuming you've been in programs, you've been in events, you've, you know, invested in yourself. So how has the power of mentorship and investing got you to where you're at today? This is what's crazy is I hired Keisha as a podcasting coach. Yeah. I hired her as a podcasting coach. She lived in Austin. I was driving from Michigan to Colorado and she was moving to Denver mm-hmm. and we just really connected even on Instagram. And she said, why don't we do our like podcast audit in person? I was like, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> I was looking for friends. We went to coffee and hit it off. We became such good friends and now obviously support each other in business. And that's how it's done. Creating connections. It wasn't just you're right. One day it wasn't, we just connected on social media. I hired her as a coach. I got in the same room as her. I want to learn from her because her podcast is so successful. So I did that. And all of these things have happened because of it. There's so much power in investing and in mentorship, not just for networking and connection, but just for personal growth, business growth, all of the above. Yeah. It's so often you guys hear me say this. I've I've told this story many times on the podcast. You know, I invested in my first round of fast foundations and that first round of fast foundations has taken my business where I never thought it could go. You know, from there, I was able to be a coach inside of many rounds of fast foundations. After that, then Chris Harder launched a program and he asked me to be a guest coach inside of it. It's now a digital course that I'm part of that every single time he sells one, I'm on it. Chris has been on my podcast several times. I'm now, I just joined the elite mastermind. Like I was able to get some people like on side of my podcast, like exactly what Katie and I just said, one small investment has such a ripple effect that you never know. And exactly what she just said too, it's the relationship that was built, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, I went into this room and like, I really hit it off with Chris and like, you really hit it off with Keisha. So it's like, you never know what's going to happen inside of these rooms with people. So it's like getting in these room, making these investments. And then it's like the ripple effect of it down the road is like unreal. I think that's the biggest mindset switch that I've made is when I first started business coaching back in the day, or when I first started investing in business coaching back in the day, it was like very, 
masculine, like, you know, you go through a lot of different phases of business coaching, but my mindset used to be, what am I going to get out of this? And now when I go into something, it's who can I connect with? What relationship can I create? How can I help build these women up? And that mindset switch, instead of what am I going to get out of this is like, what can I give to these people? And just being in the same room, what can I absorb, learn? What a mindset shift that is. And it's created such deeper connections, friendships and growth because of it. Oh yeah. It's unreal. And to me, it's not even about like the ROI monetarily that I'm going to get out of it. It's like, where is this going to go? What's the partnership? What's the friendship? What's the expansion? How can I, how can I give to them? Like who's more about in the room? Like even just recently, like when I interviewed to be inside of fast foundations, it was more important to me to be like, who's in that room? Like who can I grow with versus like, well, if I invest X amount of dollars, Chris, what's the ROI going to be? Like that wasn't even a conversation. It was like, who's in there that I can like soak up their energy and like, just like (laughs) brush shoulders with, like, that's what was so much more important to me. And I think so often we think about investments like that is like, okay, this is so much money. And how am I going to be able to get this back? And when you take the pressure off of that, it will come like, yes, there's been investments that I've made. Like we've all invested in business coaches that haven't, you know, really been much of a return on an investment, but it's a learning lesson. And to me, that's growth. That's evolution, learning Mm -hmm. lessons, listening to, you know, maybe not getting into programs based off of like just uh, somebody's appearance on social media or what they're saying. Yeah, You know, it's, it's really investing and understanding that this is going to be a stepping stone in your business. This is going to create growth and evolution, take the money away from it. And, and it's going to create tenfold what you want. If you stop like focusing so hard on that. Yeah, it is so good. So what do you help women with? Like, let's dive into like, what does Katie do with women with their metabolism and fitness? Yeah. So I would say it's definitely transitioned over the years as it should for all business or for all coaches, but used to be super physical to me, really focusing on weight loss on numbers. And now I understand that women need so much more. There's a reason why the diets aren't working. There's a reason why the things aren't working. And it's not even just the extremes. It's that we've developed a lot of patterns, habits, beliefs about ourselves and our body. And it makes anything impossible to stick with. Who you are now is who you are 10 pounds down from now. And my biggest fear as a coach is to help you be able to lose weight, but then you're still unhappy with yourself. So for me with women, it's, yeah, it's teaching them about their body and their metabolism. And obviously we want the physical change, but if we get the internal and external change, if we develop amazing body image and we completely rewire our self-worth, guess what? That physical is going to be a lot easier. Yeah. I, I always joke around, like, I don't know if he knows about me, but I lost 76 pounds and like, I still fight like the same conversations in the mirror. Like yes. when I was a size 13 and now I'm a size two, like, I still say the same things to myself. So it's like, you guys, it wasn't ever really about like losing weight. It's like the shit is much deeper. Katie's like, okay, send me a message and I'll send you an invoice. (laughs) No, honestly, but it, and it becomes easier. Like it becomes so much easier when we can address the internal. And one of the things I say is if you focused on your mindset, as much as you focused on your move goal, it would change your life. But we don't, we focus Mm -hmm. only on that move goal part of it. Yeah, it's huge. So how do you work with people? Do you do group coaching? Do you do one-on-one? Like, what are all the things? Yeah, so I do small group coaching. I run a um, quarterly small group called Evolve. And then I also do one-on-one coaching. And you'll see me launching little programs or masterclasses as as I become. There are certain ideas that I get or things I want to dive deeper into. I just did a body image one for women 
Um, and then obviously I have, I mean, my podcast has tons of free content on it. If you just want to follow the podcast and dive into that, but as far as working with me at small group one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So someone who has built a very successful online business in the, the industry has changed, right? Like people are, a lot of people are doing micro offers. A lot of people are doing things like, have you shifted a lot your business model or are you still like, you know what, this works. Why change it? I love it because I know people come to me all the time and they're like, oh, well, I need to change 17 times because the industry has changed. And I'm like, if it's working, why change it? Yes, that's such a good question and such a good point that you're making because I feel at this point where I'm questioning a lot of different things is should I be transitioning? And like what I've built has become so much deeper and I've transitioned obviously the content that I've created in the programs to help women more. But at the end of the day, I'm such a connection person. So I know that I'm thriving if I'm connecting. And Mm -hmm. even though, yeah, you can sell all these little programs, it's not going to light me up as much because I love the connection. I love getting on Zoom and seeing women and filling their cup and helping them navigate things. So I have to, part of me really has to align with that as well. And that's why I've really stayed with the coaching and have it branched out into all these different micro offers. Yep. Yep. Same thing too. So I'll do very few, like these little like micro offers once in a while, but as the industry has changed, it changed. And I talk about this all the time on the podcast, it has really turned into a very much like a cash grab business. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, it it does not align well. And yes, you can make a lot more money, but the retention rate is very low. It is much more like a cash grab business. And I, I don't know, it sounds a lot like you, like I coach because like, I love people. I love human connection. And I I want to truly get to know them. It's not just about, you know, a quick cash injection for my business. And then also you guys, that's exhausting. You have to keep launching. You got to keep selling. I mean, I don't want to be selling on my stories every single day. That sounds exhausting to me. So it's like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, it's like, stay with something that fills you up and feels good to you and know that there's a million different ways that you can build your business. And you don't have to always change just because the way that the industry is shifting, because in a week from now or a month from now, it'll change again. And if it's something's already working, stay with what's working. Yes. And I think also normalize the fact that you will always question it, no matter how successful you are, you will always question if you should be doing something different, if you should be doing it, like somebody else is always come back to what feels good for you, what lights you up. And the more you align with what lights you up and the connection you create and the legacy you want to leave, that is what is going to create the most successful business. Yeah, I just had Jester Rose on the podcast recently. You know, she is a multi seven figure business owner. And we just broke this conversation down. And she's like, you know, compared to my peers, I'm boring. I've been literally launching the same program every year, every six months. But she's like, you know what? It works. And I have multi six figure launches, but like my peers are doing like all these things and all these flashy things. She's like, but like if it's not broken, why change it? And it's like, it's exactly the way I am. I'm like, you know, my system works. One-on-one coaching works well. My masterminds work well. My group programs work well. It's like, you don't have to change it if it's not broken. And there is something your audience trusts when you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Absolutely. There is, there's so much value in building trust with your community, trust with the people that are following you. And if you're constantly changing things, they get confused too. If you feel confused, they're confused. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even like in this industry right now, it's like, you know, I don't want to buy from somebody personally that like every month it's like, this is the best thing they've ever created. 
I'm like, well, what the hell? I thought last month was the best thing you've ever created. Or it's like, it's like a puzzle, right? So now it's like, I yeah. bought this puzzle piece. And then like next month, I got to buy the next puzzle piece. It's like, I just yeah. want to buy the whole puzzle and build my business or build my body or build my mindset or build whatever. So you guys build what feels good to you. Stay in alignment. Katie, where can my audience find you? Tell us all the things. Yes. So you can find me. Main platform is going to be Instagram. I'm Katie Saltzman on Instagram. My podcast is called Crying Burns Calories. It's on Apple, Spotify, Google. We talk about everything on that podcast, but the biggest thing we talk about is that the weight we need to drop most likely isn't the weight on our bodies. So love podcasting, connect with me on Instagram, send me a DM. I always love to connect with other people. I love it. You guys, thank you so much for having her today. You guys slide to her DMs, get to know her. She's absolutely incredible. You guys know there's nobody that I bring on the podcast that I don't massively edify. So get to know her and reach out. Katie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts? Or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.